The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. From the studios of The Shepherd Radio Network, it's Afternoons with Mike. This next hour is all about our walk with Jesus with local pastors, newsmakers, people who are making a difference for the gospel. Now, here is your host, Mike Gilland. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us here on Afternoons with Mike. I'm so excited because I had a great opportunity to go to Gainesville and be part of the FCA Kickoff Classic. This is year number two for this. My good friend Noah Wilbanks, who leads the North Central FCA, uh, had this event last year for the first time over at Anthem Church in Gainesville. Over 400 kids came to that, and uh, about 20% to 25% of those young people uh, really made commitments to Jesus that night a year ago. Last night, I was there again for year number two, and I tell you, it was something. About 600 people came, and I know there had to be about 200 that responded for the Lord. It was quite a time. I'm so grateful for all that God is doing through FCA. And on this program, and probably on another one coming up, I'll have interviews with coaches and some of the board members at FCA talking about this great event. We're going to begin, though, with a guy that is actually a a brand ambassador with Sonny's. He's a former pro football player and also a former Gator. So for his introduction, let's go to the meeting itself. I was set up there in the lobby at Westside Baptist Church at the event, and we'll meet our first guest of the day. With me right now at this great event, the FCA Kickoff Classic for the second year in a row, Shannon Snell, it's great to have you with yeah, me. Thanks for having me back. And we're here at this beautiful venue at Westside Baptist Church here in Gainesville. Love being here, love this event. And it really gets these young men and women fired up for a uh, great year moving forward and gets them fired up for, for the Lord Jesus Christ. Now you say fired up. We mm-hmm. got to admit that, that the weather outside is pretty fired up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. You know, it's that point in August where you're like, man, you're just looking forward to fall. And football and, and basketball and those fall sports are about to start back up. So you look forward to it but yeah it's hot outside it's in the oh, 90s yeah. i'm just i'm ready for some cooler weather i don't know what's going on this year but uh, over last year i remember every, a lot of activity was happening outside the guys and the young ladies were all outside not so much this year let me tell you something i had this conversation the other day i said it feels like this year uh compared to previous years it's much hotter it's like more humid and just you know, I just can't remember the temperature being this hot, even though it, may, it might have been. I just, I personally don't remember uh, that. I don't think it was, no. Shannon. Uh, Shannon, you were a Gator. Mm-hmm. You were in, in the NFL. Right. Now you're a brand ambassador for right. Sunnies. It's really great to see you in that role. Yeah, it's a blessing. You know, I, I never would have imagined my life being a brand ambassador for a barbecue place that I grew up going to. My dad oh, and my brother, yeah. every Thursday, every Friday night or Thursday night before the games, we go to Sonny's Barbecue. So it brought back a lot of good memories. And, you know, 16 years later, after being with Sonny's Barbecue for 16 years, it feels great. It, it really is. A, it was a calling and I get to work with great people. I get to uh, mentor really, really good people in a lot of different aspects of what Sonny's does. And it just, uh, it, it feels great, and I really love doing what I do. Now, you were a high school standout that mm-hmm. obviously was recruited right. by the Gators. What was it like coming to Gainesville for the first time? It was a culture shock. I'm a Tampa boy, right? I was a city boy, and Tampa was pretty big, and um, it 
it was a different lifestyle because Gainesville is a very small town. I mean, it, it's big because of the University of Florida, but a very small town. But, you know, once I got around the atmosphere and the people and realized how passionate they were about, you know, the University of Florida, about football, about, you know, that kind of life, it was, it was, a, difference, it was a difference changer for me. It was mm-hmm. one of those things that, you know, really, you know, the other schools I, I, I marked as my finalists, I, they just didn't stand out as much. I was kind of becoming that guy that, like, the hometown field and even moving out to the country where I live now, I'm kind of a country boy. I'm no longer a big city guy. So um, it changed my attitude, and um, University of Florida is, is, is where I call home. Well, it was also great for your family to be right. able to be that close uh, with your college days playing for the Gators. Absolutely. You know, my family was uh, an hour and a half up the road. I'm from Tampa, and, you know, the great thing about – you know, one of the decisions I made is like, you know, I always want to see my family play. My dad, when he played, he, he was from Baltimore, Maryland. He played at Wisconsin. It was always tough for his family. His, yeah, da- his dad was, and his mom yeah. to get to see him. So one thing I never want to do is that, you know, I wanted my family to be able not to drive far away, not to hop on a plane, just hop on I-75, head on up north, and you come see me play. And that just – it was always great to have that kind of support at every single game I played. And then you went from that right. to playing in the NFL. Yeah. And you played for just a couple of pretty great teams Yeah, as well. the Dallas Cowboys and the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Hey, that's you know, not I, too bad. Let me tell you something. I grew up a Dallas Cowboy. I was a Cowboy through and through. And, you know, the days of Emmitt Smith and watching him and those great teams. I was like, never my wildest dreams would I ever thought I would be playing for the Dallas Cowboys, but when I did, uh, it was a a a dream come true. I couldn't have imagined a better scenario where I was kind of a fanboy even when I was there. It was still a surreal moment that I was meeting, you know, the Bill Parcells, who was our head coach at the time, one of the guys I idolized as a coach in the NFL. Just an amazing, amazing time that I had there, and it was a great experience that God blessed me with. You know, Shannon, I've now uh, had you on the the Shepherd here two years running, yeah. And I can tell, I I can attest, you're a you're a regular guy. What would what would the uh, people who love football, who follow the NFL, big Gator fans, sure. and they see players like you, right. and they wonder what is their life like? Uh, bring us up to be for uh, maybe a little more informed as to what a day is like for you. You know, a day for me starts really early. Obviously, in the barbecue world, it starts really early. But you know, I wake up early and. Just, I want to challenge myself each day, right? I want the next day to be, uh, the, the, the day that I'm on to be better than the previous day, whether it's challenging myself and whatever I'm doing or challenging those people that are around me or the people that work for me. Um, that's super important. And as the day goes on, it's like, hey, what tasks do I have to take on? What, what, new, um, what new things am I trying to get involved in? And I think that's super important because as I played football, it was the same thing. Every day you wake up, your coach says, hey, you got to get better. And I kind of applied that to my same life. Hey, if you're not getting better, then you're either standing still or moving backwards. So for me, I always said, hey, I want to get better. I want to learn something new. I want to meet somebody new. I want to do something new. Because, you know, God only gives you a certain amount of time on this earth, and you might as well make the best of it while you're here. You know, I think a lot of people, when they see football players, they don't quite grasp the level of discipline that has to be in your lifestyle, that has to be in your schedule, just to keep up with what you're doing. I mean, you guys go out there. Sometimes you're playing late at night, but even on those nights, you're usually back up watching film the next day. Yeah, it's a dedication. It it really is. And you wake up, and, you know, for these guys now, camp is up and running, and some of these guys that we'll see here tonight, you're... Your morning starts at 6 a.m. and it's not it's not through until 11 o'clock that night. That's right. And it feels like it, we talk about it. It feels like Groundhog Day. I mean, until the point <laughs> that it feels like Groundhog's Day. But a lot of these young men and, and and even women that are you know in FCA and are doing athletics need to realize that the moment only lasts a small amount of time. You have yeah. four year 
years in high school to, to really enjoy what you're doing, then you have maybe, if you're fortunate enough, going to college to do that same thing and maybe go off to the pros. So just enjoy it while you're doing it and, um, and really relish in the moment. I love the fact that you've done all of these things. You've, you've got all these uh, boxes checked in your life. You mm-hmm. played for the Gators. That was a dream. Oh, sure. And then you played in the NFL. Sure. That, too, was a dream. Not for one team, but for a couple of great teams. And now you're back in the area doing something that you love. Right. God's really blessed you, man. He has. I, you, I can't say that enough. And you said that. It kind of gives me chills because you're right. He has blessed me. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of ways, a lot of different areas. My life has changed. Um, there's a lot of different paths I could have gone down. But God guided me on the right path. He blessed me with an amazing wife and great kids and uh, blessed me with an amazing job and, and being involved with a guy like Noah Wilbanks and um, you know you can't say thank you enough you, you you like to say hey I wish I had this I wish I, I don't wish for anything I don't want to yeah. get in my door yeah. and I don't want to go back in time uh, <laughs> I like the I like the future I, I, I like I like the present I want to see what what my life uh, involves in the future I think God is really um, done a lot of work in my life and I can only truly thank him for that. Well, I, I can see that. Yeah. And that is just like Noah. Noah Wilbanks <laughs> with the FCA is that kind of live in the present, looking toward the future. Yeah. Grateful for the past. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the way he is. Yeah, he is. And I, I am so, one of the reasons I got involved with FCA is because we're talking about the future leaders of America, right? We're talking about guys in athletics who are on a pedestal, who students who you know general public look up to so these guys for them to have a great basis for them to be have their hearts filled by God and realize that it's based around faith and based around his word um, there's nothing better than that the guys like Noah that is leading the charge behind that Mm -hmm. as one of God's servants um, there's nothing better than that there's nothing better than a guy like that and this is the exact reason why I'm such a firm believer in FCA. I love it, too, and it was my privilege to be a part all the years that I lived up here, or the last 12 years, to be a part of FCA in North Central Florida, and even now, getting to come back up here and take part in this. This is the second year in a row that the kickoff classic, and I, I have a feeling that Noah was shocked last year at how successful that inaugural year was. That over 400, about 440. It was over 400 people. The venue, it it got filled up. It was not enough seats. And I think this is why we we moved to a different venue. And listen, this is... This is how God works. He's like, you know what? You know, we started off somewhere. We're going to get bigger. And Noah's vision is bigger is to bring more people uh, to FCA, bring more younger younger uh, athletes and, and people to Christ. That's, that's the vision. Mm-hmm. And for him to do that, you know what? God's going to continue to bless this program. God's going to continue to bless these young men and women. He's going to continue to bless this uh, Noah. And you know what? There is nothing, absolutely nothing better than that. You know, he has quite a team. And I, I'm sure that uh, people who are a part of FCA in other states, they've got to be looking at this event and thinking this would probably work in my city as well. And I think that it, it could. That's the, you know, that's the dream is to, is to have FCAs all across the country. You know, this is a great event and this is a, this is an eye opening event for a lot of those people that say, Hey, FCA is really small in my town. Look, it can grow three years ago when Noah first started here, it was a smaller, it was a smaller thing. FCA was very, it was starting to grow. But as we sit here today, we're talking about this place is going to have, 500 600 kids in here really yeah, yeah that's that's a that's the dream that's that's hard work that's dedication and ultimately that's god's blessing so i i, I think noah's done such an amazing job and even the the board the people the volunteers that have worked with noah um just 
superb job, and I'm just I'm blessed to be a part of it. Well, it's really exciting, and to think about the fact that all of these kids, like you said, about 500 kids yeah. from all across the area, high schools mm-hmm. that are from Gainesville. I mean, some of the big high schools will be here tonight, too. Yeah, you're talking Buholz. We're talking about the big high schools, and Gainesville has quite a few, but a lot of them will be represented here tonight, and that's the best thing about it is that FCA is starting to grow. It starts as a small seed, and as you water that seed, it starts to grow. As that seed starts to grow, it gets bigger, and it starts to create more branches, more vines, if you will, and that's the, that was the vision. That's God's vision for our lives, for us to grow, and that's what we're trying to do in these young men and women here. Going back to your uh, experience both as a Gator and as an NFL player, mm-hmm. how important to you was having a friend in the locker room or on your team that was a supporter the way that FCA is a supporter to these athletes it is uh, nobody life wasn't meant to be done alone (laughs) whether it's in your failures or successes you're always meant to have things in your life or people in your life that will support you that will want to see you grow that want to see you do great for me personally it was a it was a true blessing because once your mom and your dad leave that house or once you leave that home and you're off to college by yourself and you know you, you got to get to know people and you want to have the support of your peers you want to have the support of your coaches you want to have the support of somebody that believes in you yeah that's just that's just how we're wired as people and there's nothing better than that so we want to see the same thing happen with these young men and women uh that that same thing happens that it happened with me 20 years ago Mm -hmm. now you work as again as a brand ambassador for sunnies and i think a lot of people when they look at this event and they realize that sunnies is providing this food for all of these people Mm -hmm. that makes a statement yeah we did it at no cost and then listen uh, our owners for our serve, uh, Chip Dixon and Ken Kirkpatrick, they're very strong Christians. Uh, Chip Dixon in particular, he believes in FCA, was in FCA. His son, Kyle Dixon, who's also one of our owners in FCA, they totally believe in that. So we totally believe in this vision as well. You know, this is this is something that we pass on as Sunnies. We talk about being local. We talk about being, you know, the barbecue of, of, of in Gainesville. Um, but with that, we're also a, a God-fearing company. We believe in raising younger leaders to be uh, Christ-believing Christians. Um, so this is what we do. This is how we believe in it, and this is, this is how we support the cause as well. Well, thank you for doing that. Absolutely. Thank you for just the way Sonny's is such a supporter uh, to these, these kind of programs, but especially this particular evening. I mean, Absolutely. it is going to make a big statement. What are your final thoughts for as you look for tonight? What are you praying happens? You know, last year there was so many, uh, I spoke on the stage and there were so many young men and women that raised their hand and wanted to accept Christ into their life. It was over over 100, 100 yeah, young, young yeah. men and women. And it's still, if you look at my arms, it's giving me goosebumps <laughs> now because when Noah, when we said it at our meeting, it was unreal. It was unbelievable. I just hope that trend continues, that more young men and young women want to be uh, raised up into the church. They want, they want to believe in Christ. They want to accept Christ into their life because... At the end of the day, he is first and foremost before, between, uh, before anything else, before athletics, between, before family. Christ is number one in their lives. And for those young men and women that want to believe in it, they can accept it here tonight. You know, when a young man hears you say that, mm-hmm. looking up to you as they do, right. and I know they do, it makes a big difference for them to have a model that they can say, hey, if Shannon Snell can stand up and express his heart and right. his faith in Jesus Christ the way you do, 
I want to do it too. That's what they're saying. And that's the and that's what I hope for. You know, I, I'm just I'm used as a I'm one of God's guys on his front line, just trying to fight the battle, trying to bring people to Christ. And this is the best way I know how. I was in athletics, and God gave me a platform to do certain things. My platform is to say, hey, I want these guys to come to Christ. I want these I want them to believe in what Jesus Christ has done for us. He he died on the cross to save our sins. And you know what? If it takes takes an event like this to show that, then God bless America. We're gonna we're gonna be here to do it. Football great Shannon Snell from NFL and also Gator Days. Thank you for being on our program. Two years it. running now. Two years running, and you know what? Gets better each year. So <laughs> I appreciate you having me. Thank well, you so much. Well, it's great to see you, Shannon. Thank you so much. Meeting a new friend now, Joe Samansky's with us. Joe, tell us a little bit about what you do. Uh, I'm the head coach at Santa Fe High School in Alachua, Florida. I actually uh, went to school there, graduated in 96, and I was a part of the state championship team in 94. Now, that's there's a lot of great athletes that's come out of that school. Yes, sir. A ton of athletes came out of that school. Yeah, that's for sure. And, and uh, what what is your passion now about being a part of that school in this role? What do you love about it? Well, you know, anytime you can go back home and uh, help out the kids and the community where you grew up, it's, it's always a great thing. Uh, really like to get the, the program back to where it was in the late 80s and 90s. And you're obviously part of an event here for FCA. How is that going on your campus? Uh, it's going really well. We've, we've got a, a really good FCA lady at our school. And the kids, you know, the kids want this kind of thing. So, You know, Joe, when you think about the importance of a few people making a difference on a campus like that, that individual carries a big responsibility for that club, right? Yes, sir. And when you look at tonight, Joe, what are you expecting to have happen? Oh, tonight I just, you know, looking for great fellowship, uh, you know, hearing the word and listening to the speaker. We've had to practice in the morning because of the heat and the new heat rules. So practice this morning, and we've got 70 kids on our roster. So out of 70, we got, I think, 45 here tonight. Oh, that's so, great. Yeah. But those 45 will make the rest of them uh, sorry they didn't yeah, come. Yes, sir. Yeah, this pretty amazing event, isn't it, with Sonny's involvement in this? Uh, Sonny's does a great job. You know, they sponsor our program. or sponsor a lot of stuff at the school, and they do a lot for the kids in the community. Oh, that's great. What are your hopes and prayers for tonight? I really like to have in these young men and just, you know, open their hearts up and, and, and hear the message. That's wonderful. Joe Skomansky, thank you so much, and best wishes for you in this new school year. All right, thank you. I appreciate it. We'll be back with more from FCA coming up in just a moment. Palm Beach Atlantic University Orlando offers three distinct areas of study, an evening Master's of Science in Clinical Mental Health Counseling, an evening Bachelor's of Science in Human Services, and our new Daytime Bachelor's of Science in Nursing. All of our courses are offered at our beautiful campus on Millennia Boulevard. For more information or to schedule a tour, call 844-PBA-ORLANDO. That's 844-PBA-ORLANDO. Are you looking for the right franchise to open your own business? Green Flag Franchise has the experience and knowledge to help match your business plan with your goals and values. Is your business ready to become a franchise? Green Flag Franchise will help you explore the potential and benefits of franchising your existing company. For a free consultation and coaching, visit GreenFlagFranchise.com. That's GreenFlagFranchise.com. Back again here in Afternoons with Mike in our second segment. We're going to go back out on location to Westside Baptist Church in Gainesville for the FCA Kickoff Classic. 
Oh man, with me right now, one of my friends for many, many years, David Barber. It is great to have you with me here today. Mike, it's great to be with you. Good to see you. Haven't seen you in a while. It, it has been a while. And you know, uh, you have been a part of FCA, I know, for a number of years. We served together back when I was working in Gainesville, and that's how we met. And man, we got to spend a lot of time on guitar, too. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Still do that. Thanks for teaching me how to do that, by the way. Oh, you're welcome. And uh, yeah, I, you know, people ask me, I don't even know how long I've been board chair now. It's been 10 or 12 years, and um, just all of the vision that we've had for that period, and you know what Don was able to establish and the relationships that he built and then you know when he decided to retire and Noah came in and the energy that Noah's had taking this forward is just this is the realization of the vision we had as a board and is what we wanted CFCA doing in this area and you know we're starting to see these kids walk in here and in a minute there's gonna be 500 kids yeah it's getting louder yeah yeah and, uh, and, and that's so exciting David you know, when you think back to those years, and I too am very grateful for all of the years that you guys, led by Don Molden, uh, put this vision really to the the test and, and really worked it hard. And yet, uh, you know, you did that. And now sometimes I think of that Bible verse, it says some water, some plant, some water, but God gives the increase. And I'm just so grateful for the hard work that you guys did that's now being felt in this hour right now with almost 700 people in the building. Yeah, that, I mean, it's awesome. And there, you know, there's folks on this board long before I got there, several, you know, that invited me, uh, Fred Shore, who still lives here in Gainesville, Jimbo Skiles um, was on guys the board I at love. the time. Yeah. Guys that you know, guys that you love, and they started yeah. this vision. And, you know, I, I always joke and say, I've just been able to jump on board and grab hold of the coattails and go. And, uh, and, it's, and then, you know, folks that God's brought the board, the Whites, the Osteens, the McElroys, um, you know, and I'm going to get in trouble for leaving somebody out. Um, but we have an awesome board. We have businessmen and women. Um, you know, we have business owners. We have um, folks that are in the medical profession, and they just all have a heart for kids. And just seeing what's going on, you know, in our culture as a whole, just a lot of things and trying to let people know there is a truth there is a truth that changes your life and fca is very fortunate that we're able to be in schools and to be able to share that message and and you do it with such uh, uh, such beautiful presentations of the gospel i mean i've been to a number of schools traveling around with don and getting to do videos with a lot of the students and videos with a lot of the coaches i just had a chance earlier to talk to robbie pruitt whose brother was uh, up in uh, one of the schools that Don uh, had the program up in and getting caught up with him. I mean, the, the history of FCA in North Central Florida is deep and rich. It is. And, you know, I, I can't tell you the number of times I've been to schools with Don, with Noah, and it's always exciting to see that when those guys would show up in a school, the coaches and the staff that are involved in FCA – they're always excited to see them walk into school. Yeah. It's it's a relationship, it's family, and it's something that, like you said a little while ago, it just doesn't happen overnight. You have to build that, you have to establish that, and you have to be consistent in what you're doing. And that's what, um, you know, the FCA staff in North Central Florida does an excellent job of. And it's what the board does to support them in the same time building some of those relationships 
to open even more doors for them to get in and to be able to share the gospel. You know, a lot of clubs, I believe, uh, really have that have struggled and maybe not done as well. They just uh, they just needed to hang on maybe a little longer and persevere a little harder, and it would make a difference. And that's exactly what has happened. I mean, the things that FCA's gone through, you look at it tonight, I don't think any of us back in those days, back in the late uh, 2008, 2009, we wouldn't have believed that this is possible, what is happening tonight. I would agree. And it's like you said, it's just, um, it's, it's a large group of people putting in the effort, sitting down, um, you know, getting that vision and that dream to more than just one person. Yeah. And as a whole, being able to, to, to buy into that is, um, you know, John Maxwell would say you got to have buy-in. And um, in doing that, and then, you know, it's really kind of cool because you see um, there's, you know, UF students here that are volunteering that have come through FCA or are involved in FCA now. Um, you know, the speakers that they're going to hear tonight, they were one-time high school athletes. Um, you just interviewed an Olympic medalist yeah. who was involved in FCA as a younger gentleman, so now he's involved with FCA now. And while he was waiting to speak to you, he showed me a video on his phone of his son playing football at a local high school. And you're like, see, that's cool. That's what, that's what God does. And that's, you know, what he promises. You, you follow me. You, you know, listen to my commands. You do the things that I ask of you. And I am going to reward it. And I, I just firmly believe that's what's happened. You know, Regus uh, Woods is who you're talking about right there. And what an amazing story he shared with us. Uh, at two years old, having his legs amputated because of a problem and then becoming an Olympian. That is amazing. Five-time medalist I, was what they were telling me when I was introduced yeah. to him. And it's just, it's incredible. Yeah, it you know, really is. And and to have, you know, to have faith yeah. that, yeah, we would look at that as an obstacle. Or we would look at that as people would say a disability. And he looks at it as, this is who I am. Yeah, well, they didn't even use the word handicap, he said, in their uh, family. They didn't even use that word. They don't want to sow that seed right. that you can't do something. And so he, he's a person that has worked through. He might have had a, I love the way Regis said it. He said, I may have had a disability, but I have other abilities. And, and, I, if, and, and we need to stay positive on what we do have, and FCA is proving that we still have, even in a culture that is as maybe anti-Christ, anti-church, uh, post-Christian as what we have today, there's still a lot that is being done for the glory of God. Yeah, and I, you know, I've always said, um, and when being able to share about FCA and what we're able to do is one of the really positive things and encouraging things for kids you know, you and I are a little bit older. It's hard for us to remember that far back. But <laughs> I'm a lot older, man. You know, but going to school. Now, I grew up in a small town, so I knew, you know, most people I grew up with, we went to church together or different churches. But, you know, in schools that some of these kids are in where there's 1,200 students, you don't know which ones are believers and which ones aren't. And it's really encouraging to be able to know that I can walk down a hallway and if I'm involved in an FCA huddle, that all of a sudden I see five, six, ten faces that I'm familiar that's with. That's right. That's very encouraging throughout the day. Yeah. That I have, you, you know, there's an area of safety that I can go to when I'm struggling with something, want to be held accountable for something, want, you know, just to be an encourager, to do whatever. It's kind of nice to have that and to know that this person's also a believer, professes, and is, you know, and is struggling just like I am to live out my faith. Yeah. But now they're not having to do it on their own. 
And that makes all the difference in the world. I mean, to have even one friend that's a close friend, but when you're part of a group like this and you look around and not only at your own school, but then you look around at an event where you've got 700 people here and you realize this is going on in every school. I'm not alone. I'm going to be bold. That's the final right. word. And, you know, what's cool about this tonight, there are a lot of football teams here and they have their jerseys on. Yeah. And they're going to look across the hall and a lot of these schools are going to be playing each other in they several are. weeks. You know, and they're not going to be friends then, but they'll be friends when the game's over. But because they saw somebody here, after the game, win, lose, or draw, you know, it's kind of like the Kendrick Brothers movie, you know, we're going to praise God when we win, we're going to praise God when we lose. Yeah. But the cool thing is at the end of the game, when you're walking across the field to shake somebody's hand, if you see their face here, you can pull them aside and say, be encouraged, brother. Jesus loves you just like he loves me, and let's just keep doing what we're doing. It's just, mm. you know, where else – you know, do you really get that? But that's that's what FCA is able to influence in you know a lot of the young people's lives. So when you look forward in your own life, I know that you've got a son that's a professional golfer, and we know that in this day and age, these kids that are growing up, some of the kids that are here tonight, are going to go on and they're going to play big time ball, maybe even in the NFL. What what is your thought about uh, how important it is that they have their foundation set in the Lord? Well, it's very important. Um, you know, if there's 700 kids here, statistics say seven of them are going to go play Division One football. Mm. Okay, 1%, basically. But the thing is, is that they need to realize now, right now, you know, for them, it's, it's, you know, my faith, my family, and my sport. You know, school's in there somewhere. But what, they, what they're going to have to understand is one day that's going to be gone. Yep. So now either whether I'm playing sports again in college, whether I'm playing professionally, um, that always needs to be down there at about number three or further because faith is always needs to be number one. Family needs to be number two. And if you take care of those two things, all of these other ones will take care of themselves. Yeah. And, um, you know, you know as well as I do, just having a well-grounded, um, you know, background of understanding all aspects of life, whether it's spiritual, financial, emotional, you know, pick pick the word. Having everything grounded in that faith and in Christ in the center of it, that infects all of your other decisions, and that has a major impact on how you deal with the other things. Because you know, you mentioned my son who's a professional golfer. Yeah, he is. I mean, he struggled, but part of that struggle is God readying him and preparing him for. Um, who he's going to be and what God's going to do. So he, um, my other son, youngest son, is on staff at College Golf Fellowship, which is a golf ministry. They do a podcast. They interview Blaine their day, and it was kind of cool listening to it because I learned some things about my boys I didn't know. <laughs> Not bad thing, you know, but just just the way they think and the way they deal with things in their life. And some of it was influenced by, you know, myself and their mother, and some of it's influenced by their faith. But it's kind of like Blaine said, he. Um, he said, for some people, this is their employment or profession. He said, but for me, because he's thought about quitting for a couple years, but he said, for some reason, God has this as my calling for right now. And that's what you know we try to instill in these kids. Yes, you have athletic ability, but this needs to be your calling. And this is just another avenue that God has given you to glorify him through sharing your faith and sharing what Jesus Christ has done in your life. That's right. Well, you know, Blaine, your son, Blaine Barber, he's on the Corn Ferry Tour. And you're right. I mean, you think about 
pro, I don't care what ball, what, what if basketball, football, golf, as with Blaine as a golfer, when you're at that level, you're playing with the best of the best of the best every day, even though he is one of the best. And yet they compete each other. And it might only be a five or eight stroke margin, maybe between someone that's down the pole and someone that's at the very top of the heap, only eight strokes. And you think about, I, I there, there are plenty of holes where I burn that much on one hole, man. Yeah, and it, it's, you know, that level, it's, you know, in golf, the top 150 golfers in the world are separated by less than a half stroke in their scoring average. Isn't that something? You know, on a football field, you're separated by less than one one hundredth of a second running down a field or in track and swimming um katie max here who swims for florida that's real involved at fca you know you're separated by you know they do that thing on the wall where it's thousands it's of thousands seconds. of a second difference and yeah you know you you figure i just swam the fastest i've ever swam in my life and i look up and somebody beat me by one one thousandth of a second that means you know the tip of your fingernail touching the wall yeah you know that's just in that but the thing is, it's like any, it's just like, um, you know, we're taught in the scriptures. You, you do everything as you do it, as if you're doing it for Jesus. Yeah. And you just give it your best. And unfortunately, in sports, only one person typically gets to win. Now, in team sports, a team gets to win. Mm-hmm. But, but only one. There's only one winner. Yeah. But it doesn't mean you didn't win. It just means you didn't, on the scoreboard, you may not have won. But personally, you may have done some, some, some things in growth for you personally in that event that will change your life forever. And that's the beautiful thing, David, about what you've done at FCA in North Central Florida. You've, you mentioned it earlier. You've got that thing right that one day this kind of competing will be over. One day their ability to maybe play at that level, it's, it's going to end. And what they will have, though, that will be left over in their heart will never leave them. That's correct. That's the most important. And that's the most important thing. That's why it's the order of faith, family, and then whatever else you want to do in life. And I I think that's important, and that's what we try to, you know, impart into them every day. I know Noah does. You know, you've talked to many coaches tonight, and they'll tell you they are trying. They're not trying to build athletes. They're trying to build young men and young women into becoming very strong, faithful adults. Wow. And they're doing a great job. Yeah. And all of the coaches that I've talked to, it's very clear that they're, they're not just after their own name or, their, or for money or whatever. They're doing it because of great love for these kids and great love for the Lord. Yep. And, I mean, some of these coaches have been um, in high school sports for 25, 30 years, so they're definitely not doing it for the money. But uh, they, they're able to go home at night, put their head on the pillow, and know that they've changed – people's lives and the cool thing about that if you've been coaching for 30 years all of a sudden you know especially in these communities around here that are smaller where people will grow up and they may not move away and um just like you know the olympic athlete his son is now playing for the high school that he went to wow. playing football for the high school yeah. that he went to yeah. so it's possible you can have a coach that ends up coaching one two three generations of people wow you know that's something think about it. you got a player sitting in the stands player on the field or, to, or player sitting in the stands, player sitting in the stands and player on the field. Yep. Because 30 years, a lot of things happen. Well, you know, <laughs> I uh, had a chance earlier to talk with Coach Robbie Pruitt, who is entering his 40th year, 39 of which 
as a head coach. That is that is just incredible to think about. Now, there is a number of generations right there. <laughs> you're, not, you're not kidding. <laughs> That's great. Always fun to spend some time with that guy, David Barber, from FCA's board. And speaking of the board, we'll have Grace White coming up in just a moment, a friend for many years, as well as a few other coaches on this program celebrating the FCA kickoff classic that was held Thursday night, the 4th of August, in Gainesville. We'll be right back. If you've considered the natural beauty of a wood floor, then go with a winner. Ability Wood Flooring has been a trusted source and family-owned and operated since 1950. Ability Wood Flooring is voted best of the best and are featured on A&E's Zombie House Flipping. Ability proudly works with Florida's top builders, winning many awards in the Parade of Homes. Get a free design consultation today. AbilityWoodFlooring.com EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat serves all your comfort needs. With over 40 years' experience, EC Waters is a top train comfort specialist, earning customers for life with integrity. No wonder EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat has earned a 4.6 or higher out of 5 rating and reviews across all major online platforms. For all your comfort needs, call 407-603-9144 or visit ecwaters.com. All right, this is a real treat for me. I have with me right now one of the friends that I've had for years. Grace White got me involved. She and her husband, Joby, both right. got me involved in FCA way back when. Uh, this would probably be around 2008 or yep, something like that. That's exactly right. Yep. Yeah. Because Caroline, our daughter, was a college athlete and she was involved in the local FCA. And she said, Mom, this is an incredible organization. You need to get involved. And so I got involved. I was served on the board when Don Malden was there and yeah. got you uh, to come on board and man, you took it and ran with it. And uh, Caroline is still actively involved in the Tallahassee FCA program. So she loves the organization. Now, this is not your first shooting match behind a microphone. I know that no, for a fact. No, no, Yeah, you were years with the school board, right? I was with the school board. I was the public information officer. And again, my dad had a radio station, so he would use the kids as props. And what was the frequency for that radio? Oh my gosh, it was WROD. AM in Daytona Beach. Yeah, okay. Yep. And uh, we learned a lot. And then he decided to get out of the radio business and run for county commissioner. And interestingly enough, we just got this incredible article on him that was written in 1996 about what he did as county commissioner and how he really helped those who were in need within uh, Volusia County. And uh, he's always been a big supporter of FCA. So it's, you know, it's just real sweet to see an article like that come up on my news feed last night from uh, my cousin in Daytona. Mm-hmm. So. And when you go back, Grace, and you look at all of these years since you got involved in FCA and that again, starting with Caroline and then the, getting to work together the way we did and watching it grow. And then you fast forward to tonight and realize that we'll have close to 700 kids and coaches here. What, what does that do to you? It's amazing because it was it started as a uh, very small organization. And I'll never forget, you know, Don Malden was very active in going to the University of Florida, to the local schools, and getting these huddle leaders and getting them engaged with the students of the school. And then in comes Noah. And it's interesting how we met. I was at um, Maple Street Bakery in town of Tioga and I saw this young man with an FCA backpack and I heard him on the phone saying hey I'm brand new um, I've only been here a month and a half oh, and come on. I, I, I couldn't believe it and I <laughs> overheard him and when he got off the phone I went over and I said 
Hi, I'm Grace White. I was part of FCA years ago. If there's anything I can do to help you, um, this is what we're here for. And I connected him to Joby, and Joby and him connected, and uh, he has done an excellent job. In I mean, we went from 400 last year to it looks like we may even have 700 yeah, this year. Yeah, I'm Kids, expecting it. lives being radically changed and sharing their testimony and just what God's doing in the school system. It's unbelievable. And I, what I really love about this, it's all happening in the context of a culture mm-hmm. that is so discouraging, yep. so threatening, mm-hmm. and they would like for us to believe. I mean, I think a lot of people in the school systems would like to just make threats out there, kind of like what Nehemiah faced when uh, he was trying to rebuild the walls in Jerusalem. But these are just threats, and FCA just keeps on marching. Keeps on plugging. And I tell you what, they are making some strong leaders, good, strong role models in men and women alike. And these kids are going to take this world by storm. I'm so proud of what they're able to do, what they're trying to do, how they're trying to have an impact on other kids' lives. And this is um, something that I think we're going to see more of. At least that's what I'm praying for. Well, full disclosure to our listeners, Joby and Grace are also dear friends to my wife, Cindy, and me. And we just love you guys so much. Love you guys so much. We had lunch today, and it was the first time we'd seen each other in almost a year, I think. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. It was a very wonderful time of fellowship. So thank you, Mike. We love you. And, you know, Grace, you are a model for involvement in organizations like FCA, like CIRA, and you are just one of those people that you're behind the scenes often, but you're getting it done for the Lord, and I appreciate that about you. Thank you, Mike. I love what I do. I've been actively involved. It was part of my job when I worked at North Florida Regional, you know, being a part of American Cancer Society, American Heart Association, things of that nature, but this is much more. You're changing lives here. Yeah, that's right. And it's eternal. Yeah. And that makes a big difference. Well, together we're going to see history be made tonight, yeah. which will probably be the largest organizational meeting of FCA in its history in Gainesville. Yeah. That's what we're going to be seeing. It's exciting. And thanks to people like you who get the word out and just all the volunteers and mm. board members and kids that are actively involved in leading huddles. It's unbelievable. And we're just so excited about the future. Well, thanks for being a part of my program. Thank you, Mike. All right. Appreciate it. With me right now is Coach Rob Pruitt. It is great to have you. Met your brother a number of years ago in an interview with Coach uh, Don Malden uh, with the FCA. And boy, it's really great to have you here. And I understand you're the new guy at Williston. Yes, sir. Kind of coming back home. I'm, of course, born in Gainesville and raised in in this area, Melrose, Florida. Pretty much raised oh, around Gainesville, that. Melrose. and then um, Lake Swan. Oh, yeah. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> I grew up at, off Lake Lanark, um, outside of Melrose, between Melrose and Hawthorne, and uh, started my career out in Jacksonville in 1984 at uh, University Christian. I was a head coach there for nine years, and uh, left there and was at Union County for seven years, and then went to uh, Georgia Fitzgerald High School in uh, Fitzgerald, Georgia. For I was there for uh, 11 years, and uh, uh, a year at Warner Robins, and the last 10 I've been at Coffee coffee high school and coming back home to florida and mm-hmm. you know, excited to be at williston yeah williston is a powerhouse school yeah, a lot of people uh, from uh, south florida may not realize that this little town carries quite a punch well you know they've they've had a, a good tradition in football they've been down for a while you know um 
And so we're we're going to try to get it back, uh, kind get of get it back, it back where it was, in, get it back pointed in the right direction. You know, when Coach Stevens, Jimmy Ray Stevens, was there, they played for a state championship yes, in '88, and um, we won the state championship. I want to say in '95 or '96, we had to play those guys in the semifinals to get to the state championship at Union County. So, um, you know, they've they've kind of been down the last 12 years. They've had one winning season, and that was six and four. So. Uh, last year they were one one and eight or one and nine, and so we're going to try to get them get them back in the you know in the right direction. And, and uh, it's a great town, great community, and uh, like I said, they've had a, a rich tradition there. And hopefully we can kind of get them back in the right direction. You know, you've been a coach for long enough now that you've seen the culture shift that's happened, and kids that are coming into school first time right now, they're facing things, they're facing. Uh, all of the political issues that they just can't avoid, they can't run away from. What are what are the impacts that you're seeing that today's kids have that say didn't uh, face 20 years ago? Man, you know you're correct. I mean, I'm going into my 40th year doing this, wow. and it's uh, you know it's um, you know it's really uh, social media, cell phones, that that kind of thing is just huge. You know what I'm saying? It's just, uh, and I think when it it's all said and done it still boils down to the family unit you know mm-hmm. most of these kids we coach do not have you know father figures the and, role and, and, of a dad yeah and it, they just don't you know the last school i was at or, or two schools ago my son is actually the head coach at fisture where i was at and um my last year there or maybe this next the last year i coached there uh, we had about 77 players on the team and we had 11 that had dads and four of those were one of them was my son, and then four of the kids were coaches on my staff son. Oh, that's great. So out of 77, they had 11. We, we were looking at had 11 dads on, on the team. So, you know, the the family structure is, I think, the you know, it's, there's no substitute for it. There's no substitute, and when you don't have that, that void is going to be filled with something else, and it's so easy for something else to be very, very bad for them in this Exactly, game. you know, and that's a great thing about coaching. You know, you were, um, you know, it's been a while since I've been here. I walked in the door and two of my former players that I hadn't seen in 20 years were were here at this event. And I just oh got to goodness. talk to them and one of them is a preacher now. So and he was oh, a guy that was, great. he was probably the, the, the uh, what do you want to say, the, the, most likely not to be that. Oh, okay. right. So that's it, a good it, way to put it. it. Yeah, it was. A, yeah. He was one of our. He was one of the kids that we had to stay on, and and you know he was just saying, Coach, man, I appreciate the impact you had, you know, on, on us, and I didn't realize it until some years later. So you know, coaches and FCA and all this kind of thing that's going on the night. Yeah, you know, was such a huge, huge uh, a pillar yeah. for these kids. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of them don't have. You know, they just simply don't have that. It's so. got to be a mind-blowing thing for a lot of them to be told that they're going to get to go to an event and get a free Sonny's meal and and get to see other kids who are playing football all around the area. That's got to be an exciting thing. Yeah, I hope. I think the kids, you know, uh, I think it's it's big for them, especially some of these kids in the smaller towns don't get to get out a lot, get to do things. So, But if they're believers and then they find this treasure trove of other believers that's got to make a difference in their heart yeah and, and the ones yeah and the ones that you really uh that you really want to have the impact the ones that aren't believers that get yeah. to come and see this you know that's the ones you really uh you really hope make a decision and get to see 
you know, other players and, and, and people that they'll have here. FCA always does a great job of having, you know, people who have maybe not were, were not the ones that people would have thought would have mm-hmm. made it in life and wind up do doing it and, and come back with a testimony. And so I think that's a huge part of, of what they do. I've had a lot of kids accept Christ at these at these events like this. So it's it's a, it's a really big deal. It can be a life-changing night for a lot of kids. I know last year's event, over 25% of the kids that were there stood up for the Lord yeah, and, and made a commitment. So tonight was, could be I was, big. I was talking to one of our big boosters in our community that's, that's really done a lot for our program. And, and um, he was sharing with me that he accepted Christ at an FCA event like yeah. this years ago. So, I mean, yeah, he's, he's now back in his community giving, helping kids, you know, um, and a lot, you know, helping kids do the same things that he did as a young man. The Lord blessed him uh, financially and, and professionally, and he's giving back, and it's, it's, you know, that's what it's all about. Well, I tell you, you found what it's all about. Otherwise, you wouldn't be doing it as long as you are. Entering your 40th year, congratulations. Yes, sir. 40th year, 39th as a head coach, and 40th year coaching. So oh, my it's, uh, goodness. It's gone by fast. It's like the Bible says, it's a vapor. You're here for a little while <laughs> and gone. Right. And boy, the older you get, the more do you realize that. Yeah, but you're going strong, and I appreciate that about you, sir. Thank you. Appreciate you guys putting this event on for us. Oh, I'm, I'm just here getting to uh, enjoy the fruit of Noah Wilbank's labor. That's, <laughs> that's right. What, that's well, what we're, we're all doing. We're grateful to him. Awful grateful, so that's awesome. Yes, indeed. It's so nice to meet you. Me Welcome too. back home. Thank and uh, we wish your year at uh, Williston will just be a great one. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you all. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've just been listening in this segment to Robbie Pruitt, who's the new coach at Williston. And before that, my good friend Grace White, a board member at FCA. And uh, it was great to have all of the people that you've heard on the show today. I'll be carrying over part two of the Kickoff Classic interviews on Monday's program, so don't miss that. I hope you've enjoyed this and really excited to uh, have Shep Shepard at some point in the future for a full program. He was the special speaker last night, and man, was it ever very, very special. All right, that about does it for me today. Thank you so much for being with us on this edition of Afternoons with Mike. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next time right here on The Shepherd.